Welcome, listeners, to our 20th episode of the Imperfessional Analyst. Today, we'll be discussing the topic of the vice presidential debate. Yeah. So um, earlier this, so this past week, um, the vice presidential debate took place. Um, it was obviously Kamala Harris um, versus Mike Pence. Um, Kamala Harris reported, or um, representing the Democrats and Mike Pence representing the Republicans. Um, uh, a plethora of topics were covered um, that are pressing America at this moment. Topics such as the pandemic, um, the role of the vice president in the government, um, the economy, climate change, China, and, or actually, or actually we'll get to that later, um, the Supreme Court, racial justice, and the election. So, um, yeah, Harris and Biden um, um, made their talking points on the stage. I think Yihan can agree with me that this vice presidential debate was a lot more civil when compared to the presidential debate that took place uh, a week or two weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was right. uh, it, 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 it was a lot better, at least. Yeah, yeah they yeah. weren't... Um, there wasn't as much inter. I mean, there were some interruptions by both sides. Yeah, but it was a lot better. A lot better. Was, yeah, yeah, there weren't, but there wasn't as many interruptions as when compared to like you know, mm-hmm. the presidential debate. So, um, yeah, Harris. Well, obviously, there was there were a lot of arguments. Um, Harris would attack by or Harris would attack um, Trump and Pence's platform, and Pence yeah. would attack mm-hmm. Biden and Harris's platform. But yeah. Yeah. Uh. So um. As as Julian said, I feel this one was a lot more civil. And and um, one of the key things I noticed is that uh, you know, they had that uh glass shield between the candidates. Yes. Yeah. It was. I I I think it was to prevent you know coronavirus spreading. Yeah. And so, you know that's mm-hmm. that's great. Yeah. That's great. I, I, yeah. I thought it was great. And and uh, and and this time you know uh the candidates they got their chairs and tables. So they don't have to stand there for ninety minutes straight. Yeah, I thought I, I I thought it was pretty. Uh, at least it was better than standing up. So, well, mm-hmm. uh, a- anyway, so um, uh, Pence has repeat repeatedly said that he and Trump stands for everyday American families and workers, and uh, indeed, many the majority of Trump supporters are everyday Americans and like workers, and. But we know that Trump usually represents the interest of big corporations and st- and the stock markets. How did Trump manage to get everyday American on his side when he represents big corporations? So, um, this this the question. So 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 for example, uh, his supporters do not want tax on rich people, while they are not rich at all, and they do not want free healthcare, while they may not have healthcare, which is rather strange seemed to me and um after pence uh, repeatedly emphasized that i i, I just want to know your opinion like how does that um, weird matchup happen um well i don't i don't i don't think that obviously you know i don't think that these everyday americans um the average american that are that's a supporter of trump i don't think they really focus on because obviously Trump's campaign um, promotes rhetoric 
in different in different top under different topics, right? Yes. Like they're not just reporting reporting rhetoric under like you know taxes and the economy. They're also they're also pushing narratives under the topic of you know immigration mm-hmm. or you know international affairs. So I think um, while they may not they they probably don't focus on something like taxes, but they probably focus on something like you know the economy or or um what you call this or uh immigration because for instance look let's say you know you're the you're a typical you know trump supporter or something okay you know you're okay you're mm-hmm. a blue you're a blue collar worker okay in you know texas. detroit michigan at yeah. A, or yeah a texas a texas detroit michigan making at a factory right yeah 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 a factory, and donald yeah. donald trump is pushing the rhetoric of protecting American jobs by increasing tariffs on countries like China or, mm-hmm. Europe, or the European Union or something yeah. like that to protect American jobs. Okay. Because obviously it's easy for big corporations to just, um, just to find manufacturing overseas because yeah. it's cheaper, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Rather than, rather than having an American do it for a much higher price, they could just have, you know, someone in, in Thailand or mm-hmm. in China just, pre- yeah. you know, work in that factory making that product. So when if Donald Trump is obviously pushing the narrative of, you know, pushing anti-Chinese rhetoric, you know, yeah, or like just pushing not even just anti-Chinese rhetoric, just pushing the, the just making promises to increase tariffs to protect American jobs, obviously, as a blue collar worker working in a factory, um, you would you would also like Trump for that, you know? Well, yeah, um, but OK, here's 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 what I think on this issue. So, um, as I said, you know, um, conservatives, they're pretty much against like government owned or like free healthcare. I, I, I think here's the reason why. So uh people from like uh, the nineteen hundreds, like 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 seventies, eighties, nineties, they talk about this idea of American dream where uh anyone if you come to America and if you work hard, uh you will have the same opportunities to be successful. And I and I think this is the issue. So um Trump supporters, they do not want to kind of beg the go- like like quote unquote beg the government for healthcare. They want to get the healthcare by themselves through their own hard work. I I I think that's the issue here, and because they feel they feel like healthcare is not a right, but it's like a privilege they have to work for. Yeah, I, I yeah I think I think that's also the reason. And and same thing with taxing the rich people. Because, um, you know, Amer- uh, those conservatives, they believe in the idea of American dream. So they think, oh, yeah, rich people, um, they worked really hard, so they deserve those money. Why should we, t- we tax them? That's uh, their ideology. Uh, I-, I-, I think, at least that's what I think, that they don't want free health care and they don't want a tax on uh, rich people, e- even though they're not rich and they may not even have health care. And uh, so it's mm-hmm. because of their attitudes towards yes. like, you know, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 that makes sense. I, I think that's my, uh, that's my opinion. And, 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 and then uh, another interesting question, well, this was a question from the debate. So at, so at the end, I think uh, it was an eighth grader who asked the question, like uh, if government leaders can't get along, how can American people get along? Right. So um, mm-hmm. I, I just want to know how, how you think on that uh, question. Um, okay, so I'm going to be honest, I, I, I did not watch the end of the oh, vice okay. president, presidential debate because I was watching it live and uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm so over this. Oh. But um, do you, 
do you remember what they said? Well, yeah, it's a, it, the, the, the question was that um, if the government leaders can't get along, how can American citizens, American people get along? But do, do you remember what, what the responses of, like, Harris? Oh, well, um, I, I, I think uh, Harris, okay, okay, I, I think Pence said, uh, uh, don't trust what you, what you see on local news media. And he's like, the medias are fake and stuff like that. I think what well, I think what Harris said is that uh uh so so she's like um we're happy to hear your question we think that shows leadership in our new uh, new generation and she said like ah uh, yes yes uh, and 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 she also said like uh, uh oh I I think she said um uh, we need people like you so that our country can get along and get better so, so something along the lines of that I think. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's actually, honestly, though, that is a very good, a very good question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, wait. I think I remember watching a small, like a small little video on this. And then I think Mike Pence brought up Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? In response to this yes, question. Yes, yes, yes. I remember. And he yes. talked about how um, another justice, a conservative justice, like um, Justice Scalia, Antonin Scalia, who's very conservative. Mm-hmm. And Justice Ginsburg oh, yeah, uh, is and, very and, liberal, and, and how their families are like close friends, and her families are close yeah. friends. And now I remember, yeah, okay, okay. And then, um, honestly, I think that's a good answer by Pence. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, like true. obviously, okay, obviously, at the beginning he perpetuated like fake news and everything. Yeah, at least he's able to talk about how it's still. At least he's able to, um, to push the idea that at the end of the day, it's still very possible for people on different ends of the political spectrum to come together mm-hmm. as friends, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. But, but, but like, um, so what I think about this question is, well, obviously at the top of the government, we see there's a lot of disagreements uh, and, 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 and in the recent few decades, we see more and more polarizing political environments in this country as less uh you know like people from both parties would cooperate and and uh and and and, and then on this on the level of uh, of american people well i i think yes they 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 can cooperate they can be united but just that's when they don't talk about politics that's when people don't talk about politics but but again under a democratic system like in the us you have to have people to talk about politics in order for the system to work. Exactly. So, so, so mm-hmm. discussion, political discussion, political debate, and political discourse mm-hmm. is um, essential for a healthy democracy. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 like the core of um, this American system, and but 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 also um, we've seen that. Uh, you know, uh, you know how America calls itself like the melting pot of all race and like all culture. Well, yeah. But 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 also on like I I think that's a really good thing. You know, you embrace diversity. But 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 then on the other hand, you need to also how you, you like government leaders and people need to figure out okay how can we not fight each other and how can we live together without fighting? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because as 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 we continue in the future, right. Mm-hmm. And obviously, look at look at this. Like racial different disparities in like or attitudes toward different races 
are totally different between we're totally different in like the 1910s than in the 2010s right mm-hmm. so over the course of 100 years attitudes towards different races have changed right yeah i mean obviously there's still a lot of racism today but at least attitudes have changed right mm-hmm. also in over the course of 100 years races have races in literally all over the world have started to live together right in societies all over the world yes right mm-hmm. like you know you like Yihan, you probably have a neighbor of a different race right yes uh-huh. you know i my, my i have i have neighbors of a ton of di- of tons of different races so basically what i'm trying to say is as time progresses in the future our races or american society is just going to become more blended you know yeah. in terms of race races are just going to have to continue to live together and in order in order for that for us to have a you know a healthy future we're going to have to embrace the fact that you know we're living with other races and that's why we have to break down racial disparities. Also, it's just, be- and also just because someone else is part of a different race doesn't mean that they're any different from you, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, 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 um, so I, I, I was looking at these data yesterday from the, the U S census. So, uh, they had data from the 1910s all the way to 2010 or, or, or obviously to 2020s data hasn't come out yet. So we, we're, we're going to have to use 2010s data. So, uh, in the United States, um, since 1910, we've seen an increase of, well, like blending of race. Uh, what 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 I mean by that is, like a multicultural society. Yes, and 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 then also so uh, the, here here's the data. In 1910, 88 percent are white, but in 2010, 100 years later, there is only 72 percent white, which means, um, and 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 what this data tells us is that, as the white population decreases. Uh, well, you know, it, 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 and 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 then as the immigration race or like other race increases, you're gonna have a more. I don't want to say polar, but more uh, diverse community uh, in America. Yeah. So yeah, just like just like what you said, like people are gonna have to deal with this. Mm. And and obviously, being racist doesn't help at one. Yeah, it it, it, one it, it doesn't help. So exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's. That's uh, I I thought that was a really good question asking uh, how can people get along when government leaders are not getting along, you know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have go, a question go ahead. For, for you. So, so you know that obviously this this um election term is very highly contested. Right? Yes. Yes. You know, people people are you know <laughs> people are losing you know friends and family over the debate on who should become president, right? Trump yeah, or, yeah. or Biden, uh-huh, right? Yeah. So um do you so obviously the the positions the positions of every president or the elements of every president of both presidential campaigns are gonna play a big role in whether or not they would gain or lose supporters, right? Yeah. You know, like maybe their stance on abortion or their stance on mm-hmm. immigration or whatnot. But also the do you think that so that's important to the election but do you also think that the presidents or the stances the positions of the vice presidents are going to play a big role in whether or not people should vote for biden or trump well um so the vice president is you know the success successor technically if if there's anything happened if anything happens to the president so um i think in terms of 2020 election yes people should um uh, also look at the stance of the vice president because let's see, uh, Trump is seventy four, 
uh, Biden's 76, I think, 78. Yeah, and then they were saying, um, no matter who wins, they're going to be the oldest president ever yes. in the United States history, right? Yes, and, 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 yeah. and I think that's, that's one of the concerns that voters have to look out for because, you know, when people get old, you never know what's going to happen one day, you know? Yeah, I'm 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 yeah. I'm not being mean. That 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 that's just how it is. No, yeah. that that's yeah. that's that's an actual um, what do you call this? That that's that's just how that's it an, is. That's just how it is. That's that's an actual concern. You know? Yeah, these are the oldest presidents yeah. so, in the United States. Um, and and um, and and just let's let's take a look at other candidates like like Bernie Sanders. He's also old. So, and 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 we see that a lot of the top officials are pretty old in America. And and I, I think it is important to look at their, like like people people below them like like ranking wise, and because 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 they will be taking over the country after uh, these uh, top officials you know like pass away or resign or resign yeah and um, so yes I think in terms of this uh, specific election yes people should look at uh, vice president's stance. Yeah no I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, um, obviously in the case of, you know, the resigning of the president or, you know, the, you know, the death, hope, yeah. no, hopefully not the death of a president, you know, uh-huh. the, the vice president's stance are going to be considered heavily in this election. I also think that, you know, those vice, the vice president in a way represents, you know, represents the president yes. because mm-hmm. they're chosen by the president. So the stance of the vice president in the, or in a way represent the re- reflect upon the, the president, you mm-hmm. know? So let's say, you know, this is just totally hypothetical. Let's just say, you know, Kamala Harris is, I don't know. She's, she's racist. She's anti-immigrant, okay. right? This is hypothetical. She's totally not racist. Yeah, yeah. She's not anti-immigrant. Uh, we were just saying this. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is hypothetical. Let's say Kamala Harris is anti-immigrant. Okay. Uh-huh. Obviously, that would be reflected upon Joe Biden, uh-huh. right? And people are going to look down upon Joe Biden's campaign for you know allowing a racist to go into or for trying to put a racist into the second highest office in American in American government. You know. Yes. Yes. So obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, that reflects upon campaign. So yeah, so I think that the the stances of both Kamala Harris and Mike Pence are going to play a big role in this election. Just because one, obviously, one because they reflect upon the president, and two because of the you know of hopefully not untimely death of you know Donald Trump or you know Joe Biden, whoever wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and then um, so you know Pence also repeatedly defended the White House approach to countering the COVID nineteen virus, but mm-hmm. now but but now the White House officials are getting infected, well, notably Donald Trump. Uh, and so, how much more confidence and patience do the American people have left to the current administration? Um, honestly, dude, um, I have, I'm, I'm still shocked. Okay, I'm not trying to advance my political opinion on anyone, but I'm just, I'm just shocked that people are still, you know, uh, so, so still, you know, seeing Donald Trump as a leader. Obviously. He catches COVID nineteen what a week ago? Like he was he tested positive like last Friday, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, tested positive last Friday. He's put in the hospital. He leaves after two or three days, 
Uh-huh. And now he's now he's you know he's back going out doing campaign rallies or he's obviously he's not interacting but he's still going out you know yeah he's still doing what he does he's still doing yeah so basically it's not good le- in in my opinion it's not good leadership you know mm-hmm. that's not how someone is supposed to treat this virus you're not supposed to treat this virus so nonchalantly you know yeah and yeah I, and, and and I think. A lot of people, including myself, were hoping that okay, uh, Trump is probably gonna learn something. Uh, when I, like like when, when he's in a hospital, he'll probably rethink his um approach or, or or rethink his opinion on the virus. But then it turned out we're all wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. No, I was hoping that too. Like when yeah. he caught the virus, I was like, okay, okay, okay. yeah. A lot of a lot of his supporters don't believe in. In, in, in the know, virus, they didn't the believe. So, yeah, like they call it, you know, a scamdemic hoax. or a hoax or pandemic, yeah. or they use racial terms against mm-hmm. yeah. racist terms against you know the Chinese because they believe that you know this is a Chinese yeah. made virus, you know. Yeah. So or they believe it, oh it's Chinese biological warfare. Mm-hmm. Um. So. And so I, I was thinking in my head, you know, hopefully since so many Trump supporters believe that this this virus is you know or they don't they underplay the severity of this virus hopefully if donald if when donald trump recovers from this virus hopefully he'll you know advance the rhetoric that this it's or real. change up his rhetoric that this yeah. is real that this is very severe you know yeah and, and, unfortunately and, 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 he has not done that yeah so yeah um and... so i know i know a lot of people that have lost um trust in this administration it's only another reason for them to vote for biden um, joe biden uh-huh. yeah and 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 um here's what i thought when uh trump got covid also you know um his his supporters pretty much listen to or, or or trust everything that trump says so if trump simply recovers and tell his supporters all right guys i was wrong let's wear a mask let's social distance let's not go out so much. I think that would probably win Trump some more votes. You know, because it shows that he's because it shows that he's mature enough to tone up to his mistake yes. and and treat and change up his rhetoric. You know, because of what he dealt with. Yeah, and 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 also, um, Trump is out there saying like, "Oh, um, I I I can recover, so can you? You know, I can go to hospitals and I can get better in three days." Well, but but the thing is, like, not everyone's gonna have that type of treatment, and 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 exactly. not and and not that. Um, you know, you know, he he has an entire team of doctors, while some people can't even get a doctor. So that yeah. that that's that that that's the difference there, and mm. and yeah, in, in my opinion, so people, well, most well, not Trump supporters, has lost confidence and patience in this administration. And it's only just another reason for them to vote for mm-hmm. Biden. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I totally, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. And then with this whole pandemic thing, this is just another reason to vote for, you know, why some people might vote for Biden is because obviously, you know, he's trying to push for, you know, public health care, publicized mm-hmm. health care. Yeah. With the, pu- he's obviously, he's not doing Medicare for all, which is universal health care or we're, he eliminates private insurance, but he's pushing for a public option. Yeah, which will appeal to some, you know, libertarians and whatnot. But at least, you know, 
making health care easier to access while Donald Trump, you know, is trying to get rid of the Affordable Care Act. Mm, uh, and um, uh, an, uh, an, another question for you, or this is the last question from me. Uh, so let's talk about foreign policy. So Trump has always, uh, during the past four years, he has always said uh, America first. He, he wants to put America first. But does putting America first actually put America first? Okay, um, okay, okay. Here's here's what I mean by this question. So, um, during 2020, especially during 2020, the reputations of U.S. of the image of U.S. has gone down significantly, and this was according to the Pew Research Center, a nonpartisan American think tank based in Washington D.C. Yeah, no. Um, I think that if you ask, I literally had this conversation with a few mm. um foreigners from other countries. They, they they do not like in accordance to what you know Pew researcher Pew Reach Pew research um, uh, studied um, they don't have that much respect for they lost some respect for the American government in a way mm-hmm. you know yeah because um, they obviously part of this America first rhetoric is anti is is like xenophobia and anti immigration you know? yeah so and obviously anti immigration is inherently un-American because this is a nation of immigrants mm-hmm. and obviously and we have on our on the Statue of Liberty like on the Statue of Liberty there's a poem that says like bring me your huddle masses yeah yeah, yeah. you know uh-huh. whatnot mm-hmm. so but anyway going back to the question at hand does America first really put America first I don't think so because look at look at the way that we treated this pandemic um we we haven't really been we've only been focusing on ourselves we haven't really been making a collective effort well i i i, I think i think you no know, like the 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 most well okay let backtrack i i think uh what every country should do in this pandemic is to really just focus on the domestic pandemic you know just to just hmm. to, to take care of your you know how you know how everyone's like take care of yourself first then help others you know uh, okay, yeah. I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah, so, but, um, but yeah, I guess, obviously, but yeah, um, and Amer- I don't know if America, I'd have to think a lot more deeply about it, yeah. because that's not really a question I've been, I've been, you know, thinking deeply about, but um, I think that po- putting America first in such, in Especially when globalization is taking place, uh, and 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 especially this globalization was led by America in yeah. the first place. Yeah. In such a glo- uh-huh. in such a globalized world, <clears throat> excuse me, in such a globalized world, in which you know now we now we're bounded by treaties and alliances and you uh-huh. know, yeah agreements. In such a globalized world, it's totally. It would be. In order, in if you're going to be completely America first, and you're going to be completely um, isolated, focus on yourself, yeah. and completely isolated, um, in such a globalized society, it's just going to end up hurting you rather than helping you. you know? Yeah, and um, and especially mm-hmm. with the intertwining, especially with the intertwining of you know, economies. Yeah, you know, exporting imports, whatnot. Um, it's just going to end up hurting you in such a globalized. Um, society and uh, and so a lot of people you know they sometimes they treat international relations and like affairs policies like relationships like just personal relationships i i think well that's that's not 100 percent accurate but we can definitely use that model so 
so so for example you know america has a lot has a lot of friends like like france britain like the 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 old um not not old like the the usual european uh allies western european yeah allies, yeah yeah right? so um okay. you know uh, america has these friends but now these friends don't like america anymore well not 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 like completely but like started to not like as much well well well, well that's because you know america hasn't done them any good or 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 or, or as we can see with the withdrawing of international organizations uh under the trump administration uh i i i can name you a few here like like the paris accord you know so the the, the international community is starting to isolate america and and that doesn't do anyone good either that that doesn't do anyone good either because you know uh, um, because again it's such a it's such a globalized yeah and and, and, and yeah and, and also america plays an important role in in, in this society um and it because you know without america in this world you would only have two superpowers left and who knows what happens uh, but that that's not that's not my point. My point is that just like a relationship, you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But mm, but but exactly. but but then America hasn't been necessarily doing that, especially in twenty twenty. So yes, uh, putting no like 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 putting America first, like the slogan does not put America first. Uh, but it puts America even lower in terms of reputation and and um just like. Just like us, um, every, every everyday normal people, uh, when 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 you want to make friends, you want to have good reputations. You want your you, you want your friends to believe you, right? So I I yeah. think um well well first I think reputation like international reputation is one of the more important aspect when talking about foreign policies. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. So you think okay yeah that yeah. makes sense. But yeah, um, I don't have any more questions. Okay. No, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening to this here twentieth episode yeah. of the Unprofessional Analysts, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye.